Right. Um, I hope you guys don't hear the fan. Because uh, it is very loud. Um, just give me a moment here. Why am I doing this <laughs> during a call? Anyway, um, Kuya's Logs, August. Oh, shit. September 2. Jesus, when was the last time I recorded? August 10. Yeah, fucking late. I'm sorry. Um, promised this was going to be a weekly thing, but a lot of things happened, and I actually want to talk about one of those things. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, back to, like, updates from before. Um, so, I, ke- I kept on playing Last of Us. Yeah. <laughs> it was... It was mostly like what I talked about uh, before. Where in you know I'll, I'll try to keep it short so that you know I have more time to talk about some everything else. But uh, yeah, so I'm currently playing as Abby, and yeah, I was, I was. Um, if you didn't listen to the last one, yeah, I was very skeptical at how they're gonna handle the duality of like because it, it feels like from from the start. You know, when I started playing, it felt like it had this theme of like vengeance, right? Oh God, did you did you guys watch that um, I'm Batman trailer? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But anyway, I'm vengeance. But anyway, um, but yeah. So it had this um, and then it it kind of uh, it kind of like tried mirroring um what they did with Joel in the first one wherein you sympathize with the character i'm sorry i'm i'm talking really close to the mic um so that the fan wouldn't be picked up that much but you know i might get plosives i should probably just not talk directly to the mic but anyway um oh yeah you might hear lip smacking jesus i should i should stop that i heard like professional voice actors they would just like open their tongue and they have like a they actually have like towels near them so that when they hear like that, that's lip smacking thing um they just open their tongue on it, uh, and then they dab the, their tongue on towels just just so like it sounds drier i guess but anyway um yeah so they tried to do the the reverse thing on uh on a Joel in the uh, Last of Us, wherein you re- you relate, you know, you relate to Joel as a human. You get to see what happened to him. That would lead to his eventual actions in the end of the in the end of the series, and and at the end, it's like you know, you it's it's a kind of like you understand it, but in my opinion you understand it but you you can't condone it right especially with like what it's going to lead to and and i was very skeptical at how they were going to handle it and make abby like this super relatable she's actually a nice girl right but you know yeah i'm sorry if this sounds like a mad advertising but go listen back to that i i go i go more into detail about that um skepticism but it seems to be there it's not as it's not as obvious or like it's not as in your face as i was 
initially nervous about or like what I was initially like um hoping not to <laughs> I don't know um but yeah uh I do um like how it was more of a call back to Joel though like with with Ellie of course he's not as powerful as Joel he's not as strong as Joel so um his her gameplay is kind of altered a bit to focus more on like stealth although you can stealth with both but yeah um Abby first of all she can make shivs you know so um that in itself is closer to Joel but yeah so still playing that I have to finish that though because my dad is asking um to get the uh PlayStation because he wants to play um Outer Worlds and uh that's another thing I I played not Outer Worlds but Outer Wilds you have to make the distinction Outer Worlds is the Fallout New Vegas Obsidian Entertainment team game about planet hopping and adventures i haven't really actually played that game yet i've played the start of it but i haven't actually played the whole game yet um outer wilds is this kind of like subnautica exploration thing and you know i i have very good opinions about that game and i cannot even begin to talk about it well i can't actually jesus i should stop using fucking flowery talk but uh yeah um i can't explain it without you know missing some of the allure of it you know without without spoiling you with the allure of the game so like simply put um it is an exploration game it is made for you you are given as little of a direction as possible you know, it, it gives you context, it gives you, it, it lets you experience things without actually explaining them. And it leaves the, uh, the, it leaves the explanation in the exploration. Hey, that rhymed. But, uh, yeah. So, um, the best way I can describe Outer Wilds is it is a single big-ass puzzle. The game is a single puzzle, right? And how you solve that is the game. That by the time you get to the ending, by the time you 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 know you yeah, by the time you get to the end, you have already figured out almost probably almost everything because the game kind of like not really hard blocks you but um just in case you figure out the solution it probably you know it 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 tries to nudge you to other parts where you should be exploring but i do believe like if you first of all if you're gonna play first of all you know play the game the game is fucking amazing. Like in in a way, if you like um Breath of the Wild, um Zelda because of its exploration, because of how like little you are given except maybe for the for those um flashback scenes or or whatever. Um but 
just this just the loneliness of of uh of games like that like mine not minecraft i'm sorry um subnautica uh legend of zelda uh what else what else what else what else probably gone home or like one of those narrative driven games wherein wherein you're you read more than you watch all right but seriously the, the the fun things are like you know um it's basic game design right it's it's one of the tenets when you're studying game designs it's like you do not when 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 a player reaches a problem or a conflict or 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 like a you know an enemy or whatever or a puzzle you know the best feeling is when the player by themselves find out the solution right that's why games like um call of duty right wherein you have the waypoint go here follow soap follow price follow uh reznov <laughs> i haven't played the newer ones but anyway so follow this guy and then shoot everything across the way that's why they have and that's why even like games like you know i'm, I'm not trying to bash call of duty's single player um but even games like uncharted right that's why they have those pauses like in between the action pieces that's why you have like lengthy mm, quotation marks lengthy cutscenes in between the action or like puzzle pieces in 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 or like um platforming segments in terms of like um uncharted in, talking about uncharted i mean it's because um, the brain can only handle too much stimuli before it eventually gets burned out, right? So that's why, um, oh, was that? Jesus Christ, I'm going all over the place. So yeah, so the best thing as a gamer is when you find out the solution by yourself, right? And that's why, and that's, I think, the peak of like game design, wherein, you know, it it's like, it's kind of like Minecraft, right? um wherein you uh, you you make a circle with the stone and then boom you have an oven i'm like hey what can i do so it it's stuff like that and uh survival games not survival horrors but survival games games like rust the forest um minecraft they're very good at harnessing that what do i do right it challenges your mind so her uh outer wilds does that as well wherein the name of the game is to just explore. You are given a logbook of like, you know, your your previous shit, you know, of, of what you of what your character learned and what's like that. So like there's no pressure in trying to memorize like if it was in like the old games wherein you would try to memorize maps, right? If you're playing games like Castlevania or Metroid. Here it is it is logged for you very conveniently. And the priority of the game is knowledge right if you the more knowledge you get the more you the closer you are to solving the puzzle that is the game and when you finally do you feel like a fucking genius you feel like you feel like the guy right you feel like you know at 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 the end of every like action game where you're overpowered right you feel like nothing can touch you and and whatever so in here it's the same but with knowledge that's what makes it so different um 
yeah it it is it is a joy to to play something that that refreshing and i honestly believe that i don't i can ever i cannot think of a game that is like that i can't think of a game that is like outer wilds <coughs> i'm sorry coughing but anyway um yeah so uh very good game play it I, again i can't talk about it but it is amazing the game is amazing if you like puzzles and if you like um you know long drawn out games because i played the game for like 20 hours um com- cumulatively and a lot of those 20 hours is just you know just learning so if you're you're the type who likes action games and and whatever and and don't like um yeah games like that it might not be for you but yeah i would still say give it a try because this is the type of those games that that there really is little to compare um but yeah so outer wilds is one thing uh i got back to for honor um which is another fighting game um yeah it is it is probably one of the it is if if you're familiar with the ps1 game bushido blade wherein it is like this fighting game but one hit can kill you so you're fighting with weapons think of soul caliber but you don't have the health bar you get hit once in the right spot because you can get hit twice in in a spot that probably isn't critical like say the shin or whatever i don't know um this is a guy who has like ankle problems so i would probably say like getting into getting hit in the shin would still fucking hurt but anyway um yeah so so it is like that but this time with the with the health bar it is probably like a better um I don't know, like an improvement on on the Bushido Blade formula, where in it's about positioning, it's still about combos, and the fighting is just the the mechanics is just fucking supreme. Again, I I I might say this again. There is nothing like it out today, right? In terms of combat mechanics, and it is still a fighting game wherein you try to, um, you know, you try to bait, you try to. Yeah, and, and deal with invincibility frames and like burst attacks and I don't know my fighting game terms, but it feels like a fighting game. The only thing that's shit about it is that it was made, I think, in... I still remember it being... I still remember it in the PS3? Or was it like early PS4? It, it is an old-ass game. So, I do have to say it's like... as It went when you're fighting it is you know back when we were playing the game um in the ps4 because right now we're playing it in the pc i'm playing it in the pc i mean is like when whenever me and my friends would play it in the ps4 fine okay but you have to play for you have to pay for the subscription um right now you know i mostly play single player games on my ps4 so i don't necessarily need the playstation plus subscription um so I play it on a PC, but on the PC, because it is an old ass game, it it uses peer to peer connection for matchmaking. Yeah, peer to peer like torrent. 
wherein you know it tries to connect you to the other person and you know it tries to connect your pc simultaneously right um it's like if i was playing with some with with like brad over there um i would need to connect with his pc and if you're you're thinking right now it's like okay so what's the problem right um the pc right now especially windows 10 and whatever they have a greater emphasis on built-in um firewalls you know window windows defender and whenever it de- it detects like multiple ips trying to connect on your pc at the same time which is what uh which is what for honor does and because again you're you're making a single connection to um you know to another person it immediately deal uh blocks that as a because the pattern is very um similar to like ddos attacks or like you know when when people try to brute force their way into the pc so that you know i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i de- i dealt with like front end systems i'm a web app developer so i'm not really in my in my infosec knowledge here but uh yeah so basically it is shit right it is fucking shit um they tried to and then fights were just fucking stupid stupidly like everyone's disconnecting if the person you're connecting to has shit internet which is in my lovable country we have like if you think you're if if you're if you if you're on the western area you know america europe maybe whatever and you think your net is shit boy boar boar <laughs> Boy, you haven't seen anything yet. All right. So third world country internet. And yeah. Um, it is bad. It is fucking bad. But they try to solve it by having dedicated servers for the fights. Right. But grouping together because there are four V4s, two V2s um, version. I mean, gameplay modes here. It is still P2P. They're still using the same P2P um, connection for the matchmaking so i cannot play with my friends i can i can play a you know 1v1 perfectly fine with strangers but not with my friends so that's why my my friends kind of drop off and we do this dance every year when wherein we try to download it again and then try to make it work and then eventually fail and get heartbroken because the mechanics are so fucking good it is really so fucking good like um you know, you just don't have to, you don't have to, like, in fighting games wherein you don't have to hold anything or you hold back to block here, it's like blocking is directional, right? You have left, right, and up. And attacking is also directional as well, whether you're doing combos and shit. So it's more about, like, positional, you know, and whatever. I could talk about it all day long. Um, but, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm still enjoying it. I fucking hate, like, a lot of people are still using Orochis, though. Um, if you're not familiar, Orochi's in in For Honor, it's like this. Um, not the samurai. In uh, I, I'm thinking about Total War Shogun, Total War Two Shogun, um, or Shogun Two, the the Edo warriors, those types of things. They're not samurais, but they use the samurai armor and like they're more like henchmen or like like foot soldiers. Um. Who just happened to use the blade. And uh, 
yeah it's fucking like they focus more on speed attacks and they do the anime thing wherein they charge up and then they rush at you and then they do like the sheath swipe thing you know all the fucking weebs use it oh god oh god did you see that um that post oh man wherein she tried to um there's this girl on on twitter i'm not gonna name names you know but anyway there's this girl on twitter she tried to fucking like say that a white person using the ahigao face you know like the the tongue out and then like you know bell delphine that that face tongue out eyes crossed they say like if a white person does it it's equivalent to like cultural appropriation <laughs> it's like you're demeaning asian women by using that face and i'm like get the fuck out of here that's like a fucking face you know that's like a fucking face we're in fucking hell like what the fuck <laughs> that's like a, that's like a, you're, you're 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 arguing cultural appropriation in like people in like in like a face that a probably that a guy has drawn <laughs> Because it it looks like you know they're they're basically like getting fucked out of their minds, like what the fuck? There's nothing racial there. It is all sexual. If anything, it is, it is about like feminism or like you know not about race. But Jesus Christ, people, man, like, and even if it was, come on, come on, like. Really? Like, that's how you chose to spend your energy. Like, the human mind is this fucking complex and intelligent thing that can comprehend context and, like, comprehend, like, like little bits of knowledge and then form them into data or, like, information that can be used for, for the betterment of, of self or mankind and whatever. And you chose that? You chose that? Why? Because you were offended Jesus Christ, man. Anyway, I'm not going to go into there. <laughs> I, I'm not, but because again, it is, oh God, right? It is like, look, I'm looking at my Xbox, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my, at my Xbox um, controller here and I'm like, it is stupid as fucking console wars, man. It is like when, when Hideo Kojima uses that fucking like, like, Mario reference in, in Death Stranding and I'm gonna be like wait wait Mario is in Nintendo you should only use Mario references in Nintendo games using it on Sony games is fucking cheap you know and it is it is using um knowledge it is no 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 it is using the reputation that was built for another console that it doesn't deserve. So cut that shit out. Hideo. <laughs> See, it is as stupid as that. But anyway, I digress. So yeah, Batman, right? Um, Batman, that um the Robert Pattinson trailer. Um when it was first announced though, when 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 um Robert Pattinson was first announced to be that Batman trailer, like I was first First of all, I made fun of it, right? Because the comedy's there, 
right? Fucking vampire turned into into Batman. Fucking Edward Cullen, you know. You climb trees. Your skin is cold. You're like a, like a, say it, vengeance. <laughs> so right, so it, it is. It just it, the comedy's there, right? And plus this, you know, the the previous Pretty Boy, or whatever. So, you know, at the very least, I thought that, um, here's a guy, who is probably like, you know, pretty. Here's this pretty boy, who would probably fit better. As this is again, this was before the trailer. Who would probably fit better as Bruce Wayne? Because in the in in the story of Batman, Bruce Wayne is this pretty boy, and in previous Batman films, um, whether you're talking about you know um, the old school ones or like Dark Knight or even um, uh, the the Batfleck, uh, it is always one or the other. Right, it is always one or the other. Wherein, um, like example with Michael Keaton, right? When you look at Michael Keaton's um, uh, Bruce Wayne, he just looks like a rich guy. <laughs> you know, he wasn't really that pretty. He wasn't really that you know good, good looking, so to say, quote unquote. Um, fucking love him in Birdman though. But anyway, um, if you look at you know, and then when they've eventually transitioned into the prettier guys. Like George Clooney or Val Kilmer, it was a, uh, it was kind of skeptical, looking at them at, as Batman. Maybe Val Kilmer. But George Clooney, though. You know, him as Batman, he he just looks like a rich. Guy. He he was probably more like Adam West, in the uh, bat suit. And then you get into Christian Bale, wherein we we don't. <coughs> Sorry, coughing again. You don't really see him as a uh, as this guy. Wait, who the fuck was I talking about? Christian Bale. There we go. We don't really see him as Bruce Wayne as much. You get to see him in scenes like with you know with um you know the people he cares about, but not so much in like in in a public setting. And and Bruce Wayne in the Nolan trilogy is more of this like this kept quiet guy. You know he he's more recluse. Again, we have to see how how bad the the Batman <laughs> um, is, and then you go into Ben Affleck, which is just fucking jacked, right? <laughs> he looks like a guy who fucking is just like Jesus Christ. I would argue that in the in the cowl, he looks the scariest. Like I look at him. You know, if, if first of all, if you see every Batman in the in like the dark alley, right? If you see like from the the Tim Burton to like um, you know, pre uh, Nolan Batman, um, you see them in an alleyway, you're gonna be like, oh hey, there, there's this guy in a bat suit, right? Fucking cosplayer, or whatever. They look, they they still look cartoony, right? Even even in Dark Knight, um, the Dark Knight. Wait, was that Dark Knight or Dark Knight? Not rises. Um, Batman Begins. Jesus, no, not Batman Begins. Whatever the first Batman. Um, uh, the first Nolan Batman thing, right? And then you look into the the Dark Knight, and then the Dark Knight Rises. Um, it looks more tactical. His suit looks more tactical. It feels like it's a combat centric, you know, 
um, suit with a headpiece, right? So uh, and it fits. I'm not. I'm not saying each one of these was bad. It was. It was perfectly fine for whatever they were trying to set for, with. But when you look at, you look at, fucking, Batfleck, right? Fucking, he looks like a gorilla, in a Batman costume. <laughs> It's like I'm just saying, like I'm, when I see him, like fucking like, the 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 fucking shadow and like with the with the small horns and then whatever and just, I would I would fucking turn back. I would be like the the, the enemies are there. Fuck it. <laughs> and now we get into the Patman and and judging by the context, right of of the movie, wherein it is more about the detective it is batman noir it is batman uh the detective series which i actually appreciate um because as much as first of all the tone of it like it is grittier as much as realistic as the nolan trilogy start would like to be um and this probably is it's in the the tone of the movie itself felt more like a blockbuster action movie with depth right this this feels again like a noir film and sorry i uh i had to spit out some phlegm (laughs) um but yeah uh what was that all right um yeah so so i like how how um the new dc is is feeling right um i don't know if it started with like aquaman or like shazam but i definitely felt it with the joker um wherein they would take this they would take this inspiration or like this this theme that you don't normally see in a in an action movie logan is actually another good um example as well Wherein they, instead of like this, you know, linear plot or like this straightforward plot of like action and whatever, they, which I think Spider-Man started. But anyway, I digress. I'm all over the place right now. But anyway, so like um, with Joker, it was really a clear influence of like, you know, psychological pieces like um, Taxi Driver or... uh, yeah, I don't nothing really comes to mind. But anyway, if Taxi Driver was a big influence for Joker, I could probably see 7 that uh Brad Pitt movie, was it Brad Pitt or like and Morgan Freeman? Was it Morgan Freeman? I don't know, but it's one of those um 7 movie. What's in the bags? Yeah, so um yeah, I I probably think that it would be like an inspiration for this one where in the the killer or like the the bad guy, which is Riddler, by the way. Like Jesus, if you were, I was actually thinking like when the when the trailer started, it it uh with the with the tape. First of all, I was thinking, oh God, are they gonna use Hush? Because I have we've never seen Hush in a in a straight, you know, Batman, uh, movie before. But it was the Riddler, and I was like, okay, fine. You know, if you're gonna make a noir Batman, if you're gonna make a detective-centric Batman, then 
he is probably one of the ones who would push the the mental you know test to Batman and when I heard in the commentary the director said this is not year one Batman this is year two Batman so he probably does not have the reputation but he he has the skills right and clearly this is a young Batman and first of all yeah I talk about Bruce Wayne Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne and then the shots of him in this one as Bruce Wayne he looks like a guy he looks like a rich guy who beats people up in in midnight you know he he looks like that type of guy he just looks like recluse enough and at the same time you know pretty enough it it we still have yet left to see in the movie if he's going to be like this like brooding type as Bruce Wayne but I actually, in in terms of like handling Bruce Wayne better, I actually appreciated um, Dark Knight's version of Bruce Wayne, wherein he's not this, you know, rich. He's not just a rich guy. He maneuvers politically. He he sounds like a savvy businessman in in like the Dark Knight, wherein you know he would he would talk to like a fucking Harvey Dent and like do fundraisers and then buy the no, just the restaurant just to fucking flex but anyway um yeah so if if they're gonna go with a more recluse or like a more darker it still kind of fits because again this is just early into his um career <laughs> as the Batman so you know kind of would make sense that he would be too fucked up to try and mingle with people and uh and uh yeah so just you know please do not lie that that was that was fucking amazing like just riddler taunting because that's the 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 mindset of fucking riddler is like that he is not trying to get he's not well yeah of course he's trying to kill batman but at the same time that's not his end goal his end goal is to be the intellectual support superior to batman and then he kills him (laughs) so yeah just him taunting with with the poems is is kind of nice and uh yeah and then that fucking shot like who are you who are you supposed to be and then they have like iphones in the background which is fucking weird if you're like a fucking criminal if you're a fucking criminal who has a oh well he probably stole it anyway um who are you supposed to be and then he just fucking beats him right he fucking gets the fucking oh god you ever do this thing where you talk so much like a lot of air comes up in your chest and then you just end up burping because that's what's happening right now um yeah so he just fucking gets the machete and then like fucking beats in his arm and the way that it really made me go ooh. Ooh, was not the the dislocation, although that was fucking brutal as well. But you know he was already down, and he just kept on like an MMA, fucking MMA. The guy's already fucking knocked down, um, ragdolling and all over the shit, and then he fucking hails down five hammer fists before the referee stops steps in. That was like oh shit, <laughs> right? That was like wow. Okay, I am sold. I am fucking sold, and and I like this thing where 
it is like the Joker, right? The first trailer they they set is to set the mood of the movie. Joker did that thing as well, right? With with the first Joker trailer, and I just remember I kept on watching that trailer because if in this one it's the I vengeance scene in in Joker, it is when he walks out into that hallway, right? You know, um, what was that? Um, smile though your heart is aching, and then just fucking trumpets, dun, 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 and you see him walking with like the flowers, and I'm like, wow, wow, fucking wow, and and this one it is like, our vengeance, so you can almost see the the complete transformation of the person, and then you know when you find out that that a little tidbit from his trailer is like when you look at the the bat sign on the on the chest it is actually two guns um melded together so i'm i'm thinking like in this you know in like probably like in a flashback or whatever he probably chased down the killer who shot his parents took his gun fucking chopped it in half and then like used that to make it like a a bad signal like you know in like spider-man one right um but yeah, fucking, I am sold on that. And 2021, the release was planned for like 2021, and and they're still in production. And I'm thinking it's like with COVID and everything, are, can they really do this in a year? I doubt. I fucking doubt that they could do this in a year. You know, if if it was going to be shot in a year, probably without too much like action shit like more on I can I could probably see them like if they can just film the like just him investigating and stuff like that probably probably but I don't know man fucking COVID yeah so uh right so what I really wanted to talk about today as I I, I say as I spent 40 minutes talking about other shit um in a one hour podcast um Right, so I wanted to talk, talk to talk about how like one day can drastically affect because from the last time I talked to you guys up to now, um, a lot of things have sw- had fucking happened. Right, and first of all, on when that day um was happening or like when I was recording that day, a lot of things happened. Right, um, first of all, you know my dad got put into the hospital um he was found out to be covid positive and and yeah he was he was still at the hospital when i recorded that and i later in the coming weeks i would find out that my girlfriend's um dad was also put into the hospitals just days after just day literally like not a week days after her mom pa- passed away from covid you know and we were scrambling to find um, a hospital room because again with with the situation here where i am it's like a lot of things um a lot of hospitals are like fucking full and and i would later find out that my sister and and her husband was also positive because we're all under one roof right here right now 
and yeah and even before that it's like i was diagnosed um you know with with mental stuff not gonna get into that um but i was also um yeah laid off from my my uh my job and you know just constantly being bounded by this this bad thing right of, of bad news and i would remember the coming weeks during that wherein i was i was scared to fucking get a text or like get a call because every time i would get a call or every time i would get a get a text it was bad news after bad news after bad news after after bad news and literally it's like you you're focusing day by day like what do i need to do today you know for for my dad for my girlfriend's dad for my you know my sister and whatever what do i need to do today and at the same time you're scared because you know even though your house is in quarantine um and your dad's in the hospital but your sister and his and her husband isn't you know they're at your house being quarantined so you're kind of scared of getting it as well so you're paranoid at like every cough and like every every you know sore throat that you get and it was really it was really fucking scary um but yeah but we had to push through me and my sisters my sister my the eldest is uh is just amazing right but we pushed through we pushed through and we kept on going we kept on um just just again focusing day by day because with the situation with our dad it's like because of the the his situation there was no definite date for him to go home it was like okay is he okay today will he be okay tomorrow if he's not okay tomorrow will he be okay tomorrow it's like that it's very indefinite so like the best i could describe it is like it is hard to look into the future right because on my side you know i could i could uh lose my father and again on 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 my girl's side which is what i'm trying to do help as well because they just lost their mother and they could probably lose their father as well so it is that and and he was just in the e- in in in, in, in I'm, I'm i'm lost i'm sorry in her father's situation um he was just stuck in the er floor because there was no ICUs available so he was just intubated in the ER floor right and then so this kept going on for like weeks um probably one of the reasons why I wasn't able to record another another shit I'm sorry I'll try to be more consistent um but yeah so as as a uh, as the weeks progressed we're in we're isolated we i have to wear a mask every time i leave my room and i have to like use alcohol whenever i leave and enter my room um and just focusing like what needs to be done today tomorrow you know um do we have any errands or whatever whatever can i do to pitch in and like just give him money right um one day i uh i woke up late I I woke up late and uh 
like I got the news that my dad was gonna go home. You know, she he was um in stabilized and and just he was it was enough for him to do a home recovery. And that was immediately like after like probably like a month or like three weeks. You know, it just fucking lifts up your spirit, right? You're so happy and whatever. And then I I texted um my my girl and then then I told her it's like hey my my dad's gonna go home today you know like I just found out right now and whatever and and then she texts me it's like oh nice my dad actually found you know there was uh, a free ICU uh an ICU freed up in in the hospital so there he's gonna be transferred there today so like again good news right so another good news and and eventually the day goes on my dad comes home we we fucking eat lunch and then celebrate and whatever like hey welcome home and then i get this email i get this email um from a company that i have actually been trying to apply ever since i started working which was five years ago so every year i've been trying to apply i could never get past the assessment stage um which is the first stage um i could never get past that and lo and behold i got this email asking me for an interview out of nowhere right and out of five years of failing i get this fucking interview so i'm like i'm fucking excited i'm like you know just get me in there you know and 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 i tried um i tried calling my girl because i again i was so fucking excited i tried calling her and you know she was busy um so that gave me like a moment to breathe and i i i fucking cried (laughs) like you know just after like weeks day by day of just of just pressure and and bad news and whatever and then you get this right it was just fucking overwhelming and i remember my the 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 thing that triggered me to cry was like my sister just uh giving me an advice you know uh like when i was still working and i was having a hard time she just you know I remember her saying, like, sometimes you just need to pat yourself in the back, right? Like, you're, yeah, things are not doing good right now, but you're doing your best, and that should be acknowledged. And, um, yeah. So, I'll fucking... <sighs> okay, wait long. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, so I fucking cried, and uh, I was laughing while I was crying, because truth be told it was still just an interview right and and again this was like a couple of weeks ago um it's an interview and i could probably be rejected but i don't fucking care i don't care if i get rejected i don't care if like um like they choose someone before me or like if i fuck up or whatever I got a win. And that in itself was enough, right? 
just you know not just that but with you know my dad and whatever but mostly that you know i gotta fucking win and to me it means that i'm still in the game i can still fight i'm still you know i'm I'm still there right so if i can win now i can probably get another win and another win and another win and and that's what i took away from all this it's like it will get better it will get better like you right now whatever you're getting into yourself into in whatever how bad you know life is or how sucky things is right now it will get better you just gotta remember two things though it might get worse before it gets better but it will get better and another thing is you have to keep moving you have to keep working you have to keep productive you have to keep yourself going because if you if you're just stuck there and and if you're just there wallowing in your own pathetic life nothing's gonna happen if you don't try to swim up you will still be sinking and if you do if you keep working hard if you keep pushing if you keep surviving it will get better that's my experience now you know you might think to yourself well i'm depressed i have this mental issues i have this whatever then get help that's what i did and you know i remember this was before covid like i i remember like something's wrong with me you know i can't i can't put my 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 arm around it or i can't put my my head around it but there's something fucking wrong with me and and i remember when i went through that initial checkup with the with the psychiatrist she told me it's like why are you here that was the first question that she asked me like why are you here right now and i told her is that the priority is to find out what is wrong with me and if i'm because i've always been um apprehensive or like i've always been like cautious in trying to put a label into into what i have or trying to self-diagnose because the worst thing in in my opinion the worst thing that i can do is self-diagnose a label into me and then it might not be the case but i end up personifying that label because it was felt so in line you know it's like looking at a zodiac sign right i'm a i'm a cancer and so i'm like so this supposed to be sensitive in person or whatever like i could be that but i'm not a hundred percent that you know but because i am so because the description of of a cancer for the first 75 percent probably fits with me the 25 percent that isn't i'll end up making it true anyway because i'm thinking like okay 75 percent that's me 25 percent what the hell is this or maybe i haven't seen it yet and then slowly you start becoming that you know you start personifying yourself as that and that was a you know and 
it's okay if it's like it's a zodiac or something like that but when when we're talking about like you know mental mental uh issues or like problems or illnesses i don't i don't want to do that so i told her it's like if i'm gonna put a label on this i want it to come from you i want it to come from like a medical professional someone who's not biased someone who has been trained you know and and that's how i went about it and then you know she she's still helping me to this day so yeah um but yeah so that's what i that's what i fucking took away from it like one good day one good day could make up it's it's like again it's like fucking reverse joker right his is like one bad day but mine is like one good day could be worth weeks of shit and uh yeah thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) all right so yeah so that's it right so it helps to be optimistic especially nowadays right so that's why i i try to fucking limit the the amount of news i try to get like i i tried i just try to find out what's relevant to my situation like what's gonna affect me but other than that, it's like I read it once and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm, I'm off. Like I don't engage into it unless I need to. Or like unless it's like being talked about with people I care about. But other than that, if it doesn't affect me, then fuck it. You know? It doesn't affect me. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I would agree that there are bad things happening in the world right now. But I'm not in the, I'm not in the, in the headspace to deal with it. So I won't. Alright, so I got I got around seven minutes to to do my end thing, which is I try to read um relationship problems and I try to give advice because you know that's what you need from me, right? Unsolicited advice. <laughs> but hey, if you want advice first of all, if you've reached this far, thank you. Right? Thank you. Um but if you want, you know, if you want to talk about me or if you want my opinion on stuff, you can just like add me on twitter.com slash Arnold and DM me or like post there and I would I would I would answer it or like if you want um something a little bit more personal, you know, something a little bit less public, um go on Kuya A Joseph. That's K U A A Joseph at gmail.com. That's K-U-A-A, two A's, Joseph. Oh, God. Not K-U-A's, Jesus. K-U-Y-A. God damn. K-U, I'll have it linked down. But K-U-Y-A, A, Joseph at gmail.com or twitter.com slash Arnold. Because I am Arnold. Right. So, sorted by new. This is what the first thing I, I saw. It is posted by Sincere... Else, um, in our relationship, I 20f just broke up with my 22m bf, and I'm not sure what to do or who to talk to. I am feeling really guilty. So, that was Jesus Christ, I'm burping all over the place. That's what Sincere Lialis is talking about. I'm feeling really guilty right now that I've just broken up with my bf. I feel so disgusting and just overall really awful i wasn't even happy and i don't 
think I would have been if we stayed, but the possibility is eating me up. I don't know how I'll get through this. I already want to talk to him. I know he'll never forgive me. I don't know what to do or who to talk to. I'm having such a hard time with what I've done. He was so unresponsive towards me and I just feel so shit. Can anyone help me navigate this? TLDR, I feel so guilty and horrible for breaking up with my BF of over a year and a half. Ooh. Alright. So, I think I made an audio on this in like Pillow Talk, like how to survive a breakup or like how to have a healthy breakup. And I'll just keep it short, I guess. The guilt is there, right? If you're the one who who would break up with someone, if you're the if you're the broker, especially if the intention is good, right? Especially if the intention not not good, I mean, is natural or like or like innocent or whatever. Um like, you know, you didn't like someone else and you and you just you're just not happy and whatever. If it's sincere, there we go. If the intention is sincere, um the pain will still be there especially if you've had a good relationship and it just didn't work out you know and you have to accept that you have to accept that what you've been through that you were happy you know that that memory like like an inside out that mem- memory is a happy memory of of what you and and that guy did but the key word there is memory. It is in the past. And what people probably don't, you know, think about too much when in a breakup, it's like sometimes in a relationship, what you the person you are in it is not the same person you are out of it. Because either you grew up, you you changed um preferences in the middle of it, like you know, being with him made you realize something, or like, you know, you just you had a different life path and whatever. So you could not necessarily be the same person out of it. And that's that person out of it could be a person who's not attracted to the person that you are with or the, that you started the relationship with, right? So that's why, like, even if things are happy, you just don't feel fulfilled or, or something's wrong. And that is okay, you know, as long as you break up on your terms, meaning you break up because you really wanted to leave right not because you wanted another person not because you you wanted something else but you wanted to leave because you're done with it right and and you gotta accept that that past was happy and it is natural for us because again you you broke someone's heart or someone's trust or whatever and and you essentially like broke their world you're gonna have to take that responsibility But always remember yourself that you took that responsibility for a reason. And you have to remind yourself that reason every time. Because if you're just going to focus on the emotion, you know, yes, he made you feel good. Because again, the memory was a happy memory. What you had with him was happy. But eventually, it will lead back to the same place. And you'll end up hurting him again or hurting yourself again. So, suck it up. (laughs) In terms of like what to do or who to talk to, what to do is now focus on you. You've had this breather. Go think of it. 
what did what was the reason that you left what did you hope to achieve what did you find and go for that right um in terms of like who to talk to well i find out that sometimes it's best not to talk to anyone unless unless you need advice or like you need companionship or you need you know friends or or you're feeling lonely probably but in terms of like um soliciting advice or whatever unless you're really lost right unless you 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 can't shake it off or whatever then probably find like a a a mature and and someone who's unrelated to to you or your bf like mutual friends or whatever don't don't no try not to do that or try to find someone who's unbiased but as much as possible i would probably not talk to anyone and i would just internalize you know you need that moment of self-reflection like is this really what you want um no no probably not that because you already took the plunge so to me it just says that you you probably really wanted this um but yeah so what is this going to lead to where do you go from here what are your plans now you need that moment by yourself because the decisions that you will make especially in the emotional condition that you are in might be greatly influenced by anyone you interact with so i would rather just stay by myself learn and and try to just reflect on what just happened and if you have any emotions about it like guilt or or sadness first of all note they are perfectly natural and that just means that you loved him that that your emotions for him were are real and that's okay but you made the decision for a reason and the same reasoning that got you to decide will probably get you through this emotionally so good luck and this has been kuya's logs thank you